everyone, welcome to the new episode of Corona Conversations. This week, we're talking about Rapunzel Day 1, the 16th episode of Season 2. We're a few days late on getting this out, but it was worth it because it was quite an episode. It was written by Liana Dindle, and I wanted to bring up that this was her first episode that she's written on the show. Yeah. It was storyboarded by Todd Kurosawa and Anna Lincioni. Anna, wow. Oh, that's so cool. It was her... It's cool it was her first episode. Congratulations to you. And it was directed by Steven Sandoval. Okay, um, a little bit of news before we get into it, I guess. Tangled, the series, has won an Emmy Award. Actually, two Emmy Awards. Oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, getting recognized. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It won... Alan Bodner won mm. an award for Outstanding Production Design on the show. And Brian Woods won an award for Outstanding Background Design for the background art. Oh, cool. It does have very outstanding background art. Um, and it was nominated for another award. It was nominated for an Outstanding Casting Award for an animated series. Oh. But it did not win that one. But. It should have. Mandy Moore is queen. She just got a star on the Hollywood Walk. Oh, yeah. That's another piece of yeah, news. Yeah, she did. She's... There she goes. She's she's getting hers. She's, oh yeah. She's amazing. I'm actually watching the latest episode of This Is Us, but when we before we started recording, and I still have to finish it, and it's pretty crazy. <laughs> okay, well let's let's get into this let's episode. Do it. Let's let's dive right in. Let's do it um, then. So the first thing I noticed, I guess, in that opening scene, Cassandra is learning to fight with her non-dominant hand. Is that right? Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's like a big change i mean i can't even write my name with my left hand I, much less sword fight with it i uh, mine isn't even good enough to pass for like a decent preschooler when i write with my yeah. left hand like it just looks like i've been living in the woods my whole life and just learned the abcs like it's pretty bad <laughs> yeah so i mean that really kind of hammered in the fact for me of that that mid-season finale had some major consequences like that's gonna change cassandra's life i suppose well, it could just be where, well, it's healing. She just wants to fight with her hand. Like, it might I mean, not be permanent. I guess, but that's like a magic wound. I'm not sure that's going to heal. Well, there's probably magic spell to fix it, because there's magic spell for everything, to fix everything in this episode, so... Yeah, maybe. I bet, what, what if Rapunzel... Oh, okay, I, I might have just called it. Should I Should I say this? I'm, I'm going to give away the season finale, because this is too good not to be true. What? Rapunzel will get her magic healing powers back when they go to the Dark Kingdom, and then for the final episode, she'll heal Cassandra, and she'll heal she'll heal her physically, and she'll also heal their emotional relationship once and for all. Wait, she doesn't have healing powers? No, that's why she didn't heal Cassandra's hand right away. Wait, but she had it up till she sang the bad incantation, right? Mm, or no, has, see, I had, to, I had to look this up, has too. Has she not had them and, for a while? Yeah, she's, she hasn't had them for a while, because I should have brought this up in the mid-season episode, I guess. But Lizzie was like, why didn't she just heal her hand? And I was like, that's a good question. And I looked it up, and apparently they showed that she didn't have healing powers anymore, like last season or something, I think. Oh, was that in the crazy tree episode, where they all paint the same tree, and there was like that magical May zapping thing? Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so that, I'm pretty sure that's why she hasn't healed it. Okay, okay. Yeah, were you just thinking that Rapunzel was just being like a really mean person well, and just choosing not to heal her? I could see Cassandra say, no, you can't heal it, I'll heal it myself or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll heal it myself. 
I'll grab my own healing hand. Mm -hmm. I I can't open up like that. You can't touch my hand with your hair. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty funny, like in the not funny, just really interesting. Interesting in the opening, like scenes and stuff. For a Disney Channel show, I thought this was a great vocab word. They used the word disingenuous, and I was like, "Wow, that's a big, that's a big word for a Disney show." I'm very impressed. <laughs> Teaching kids they taught that me vocab. a new word. I was like, "Disingenuous, wow!" Not, not even most college kids would use that word on a regular basis. <laughs> disingenuous. Who, who used cool. it? Rapunzel. Uh, Cass. Okay. I can't remember one of the two. Maybe it was Rapunzel because I feel Rapunzel. like she had a lot of time to read in the tower, so she probably has a. Well, there were only three books in the tower, though. So well, maybe they were big books. Okay, that that actually that actually brings up something. Speaking of um, learning in the tower and stuff, so mm-hmm. after Rapunzel, there, okay, so we'll we'll talk about her getting her mind wiped or her memories wiped and all that. But after all that happens, Rapunzel talks about. Um, she's telling Cassandra all this stuff because that's what friends do. But mm-hmm. how would Rapunzel know that's what friends do if she's in her tower state? Because I'm pretty sure Mother Gothel is not teaching her lessons on how to be a good friend. Yeah, this, I thought the same thought, and I think it's because she probably had Anne of Green Gables up there, and so Anne and Diana taught her about friendship. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> okay, but seriously, I mean, I guess she, yeah, Pascal she teaches books. her about friendship, but Pascal doesn't open up to her. Yes, he does, in his, in his lizard language. <laughs> Oh, okay, but speaking of Pascal and, like, understanding human speech and stuff, I guess, and also how animals have a lot of rights in this world and are treated yeah. like humans. okay, so she thought, I'm pretty sure she, she was treating Al like a person because she was like, I thought it was just going to be you and me, and I'm like, yeah, it's and an she, owl. Yeah, it's exactly. An and, she was, uh, and he doesn't that, yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, Pascal, I think it's just going to be me and Cassandra. You can stay behind. What does Pascal do that's so distracting? When she's yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess it, they just really wanted it to be the two of them. and But, yeah, that, that was kind of interesting. How does Al make it not the two of them? I don't understand. <laughs> and his name was just Al, and all he does is give Cassandra looks, and she's like, I know, I know. Yeah, it's so funny how Cassandra doesn't really name her Owl. <laughs> it's such a Cassandra thing to do. Like, she doesn't want to be emotionally attached to that Owl. So she just named it Owl. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Rapunzel's like, Cassandra, I think we need to talk about what happened. And the Owl's like, who? He's like, yeah, she does. It was, I thought Cassandra would know better than to, like, play around with magic potions in that cart, too. Because usually she's the one who's like, rap, stay away from that or whatnot. You know. But she didn't really play around with it. Well, yeah. She, well, she grabbed it up and said, I hope that you forget something. Well, so, she, it, was, it was falling, I thought. So she had to catch it. And then she just kind of offhandedly she said She could that. let it fall. It was just a stick. With well, a weird I, I, yeah, you know, you're, it's like when you someone throws something at you, your instinct is to catch it. My instinct is to duck. Okay. <laughs> well, you didn't play <laughs> enough sports then. <laughs> When we played volleyball, we had to hit it away. Pachoo. We weren't supposed to catch it. That's not okay. Uh, <laughs> going back to the start of the episode, you know how um, Flynn, I mean Eugene, sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I keep calling His him Flynn. His name is Eugene Fitzherbert. I, I know, wow. I, I must like the bad boy Flynn better than the straight-laced Eugene, I guess. <laughs> Well, all that Eugene really does is get Maximus's way, according to this episode. So, okay. but it was so funny because they were like, "We found, we found the caravan," and then, 
And then he was like, I found it. Okay, fine. Max found it. And then he was like, well, I was instrumental and in that I did not get in the way. Yeah, like, what did he do? <laughs> like, honestly, why did they bring him? I don't understand. <laughs> they just brought him so that, they. I guess they just brought him so that um, the king wouldn't have to deal with him. Because I don't think the king likes Eugene very much. <laughs> okay, he may not, but you have to admit, Eugene is a great help in times of trouble. And he's... He sometimes. brings a vital he brings part the to the team. <laughs> okay, sometimes. Because he he's a one-in man. I'm telling you, why did bring a one-in man? It's because the king was like, Puzzle, you cannot leave your boyfriend here. He would drive me insane. Please take him with you. It's because he's literally her fiancé, basically. So you can't just leave him behind on a road trip. I mean, what are you going to tell him? Sorry, you can't come, Eugene, but, but Hookfoot, I'm bringing him. Well, I also don't know why they brought Hookfoot. <laughs> But he's gone now. Because so. it would be too boring if it was only Rapunzel and Cassandra. Rapunzel and Cassandra t- 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 make up a lot of tension. Oh, yeah, that's true. And Max is literally a horse person. And they could have a whole they could have a whole episode about the feelings of Max and Pascal and Owl and how if they like each other, or if they don't like Ooh. each other, or if they that, they could talk about it. That'd be really humans. interesting because... Yeah, you know how, like, sometimes shows do special episodes where it's just focused on an animal or a mm-hmm. character that can't talk? Mm-hmm. I want to see an episode all where, like, Pascal and Max and Al get into, like, a big adventure by themselves and the human characters are just oblivious to it. Yeah, yeah, those are funny. I like those. Um, I thought it was funny how Rapunzel was just, like, she, like, totally went back to, like, her old personality, too. Like, when she forgot her memories, it was just, like, like, almost word-for-word dialogue from the original film. Like, watch out for Ruffy and Zimmerman with pointy teeth. That was pretty funny how she was, like, repeating the song. And also yeah. really sad that that was so ingrained in her mind. I thought she was going to sing when she hopped over the fence. Just smell the grass, the dirt, just like I dream, oh. baby. And I was like, Cassandra's not going to have patience for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been funny. Yeah, I mean, now that you say that, I mean, I guess I did kind of realize just how messed up Rapunzel's childhood was and everything she overcame like she literally grew up trapped in a tower and like with yeah it it was pretty crazy so I mean and it's funny because I feel like she's emotionally more mature than Cassandra because she's ready to talk things out in this episode and get Mm -hmm. over it even though she's the one who has all this pent-up childhood trauma she's also somehow really emotionally healthy yeah yeah I think I mean she could she knows Cass takes you know, longer though sometimes. So she could have given her a little, a little bit longer because she was. I know, I'm. Still I'm. I think I'm definitely on Rapunzel's side here because they just went through this thing and like it was so big and like you can't just not talk about that. Like you gotta air out your grievances. Yeah, but basically her and her grievances were just saying you can be mad at me, but I was right, and not being like, well, you know, I affect her feelings. <laughs> like, well, I made the right choice, and you got to deal with it, even though you hurt your hand. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, but you gotta talk it out at least. See how yeah. you're feeling. Like you can't just stay yeah. mad, especially not on a road trip where you're all dependent on one another. Oh, I know. I was just on one of those, and there was some drama that went down. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm anxious to hear about it after the microphones are turned off. Uh, one thing I noticed that was kind of funny when Cassandra and Raps were sleeping by the um, magic cart thingy. Mm-hmm. Cassandra was using a hardback book as a pillow. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I was like, and then Rapunzel, oh Rapunzel was like using her whole hair. I was funny. Why didn't she just lay on her hair instead of have some of her body on the ground? Just put all her body, and then she could have covered herself with her hair too. 
but she yeah, didn't. I, I know. It's kind of an interesting reflection of their character, I guess. Rapunzel has the soft hair to lay on, and Cassandra chooses to lay on a hard back book for a pillow, which has to be worse than the ground. <laughs> well, no, I could see how it could be a little better than the ground, because it res- it's raised a little bit. Uh, I mean, I guess, but... That and I that way your hair doesn't get dirty. Oh, I thought the part... Where she went to pick those like blue mint leaves was kind of funny. Um, and I hate goats, so I was like, Rapunzel, I don't like goats. You get this goat. <laughs> I was like, what is this goat doing? The goat was so funny how he like jumped to the other side though, and then he was like, like him like faking her out, and then he. <laughs> that was kind of funny, but I I do not like goats. They scare me. So I was I was like, good. There's an evil goat in this episode <laughs> who's pissing off Rapunzel. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word on that part, because honestly, I kind of zoned out during the goat part. <laughs> it kind of lost me. I don't know. <laughs> the goat I don't really like the goat part. But then I was confused because, so the recipe to heal her memory loss or whatever had to be exact. So why would she let Rapunzel put blue flowers in it if it didn't call for blue flowers? Wouldn't that mess Did up the she? recipe? Yeah, they put the blue flowers in there. And I'm pretty sure it was her, her idea and it wasn't in the recipe to get the blue flowers. She was like, my mom would make this recipe with blue flowers or the blue leaves or whatever. And they put them in the pot. So wouldn't that like change? Weren't they making soup? Yeah. Not not the remedy. They were making soup, weren't they? No, they were making the remedy. She lied to a puzzle. She thought she was making soup. Well, the, the, the remedy was soup. It was like, you know, you put all, it's a potion. It's a soup potion. Yeah, because... Cass is like, oh, we have to let this simmer overnight, and then you can try it in the morning. So if she was making soup, you wouldn't let it simmer all night. Like, that seems like a potion thing, right? Uh, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But then but then I think about it, the potion was like a green color, but the soup was blue. So did <laughs> she make... But they only had one fire. So... <laughs> this is what happens when we don't record episodes the day of and we wait. Oh well, I watched. I just watched it, and now I don't. I don't know. Now I'm questioning if she was making. I just never imagined that she would make soup and a potion. But now I don't know. I just never pictured you got, Cassandra just making soup. You can't, you can't eat potion. Soup. You gotta have. You gotta have soup to satisfy your yeah, hunger you and potion that to potion, satisfy your magic. That potion had like sap and carrots and like. <laughs> All sorts of good stuff. I think you're just describing a soup recipe. (laughs) No, she she made the potion. I don't know. I'm so tired. I'm jet lagged, guys. I'm sorry. Well, that that's not that important. Let's talk a little about. No, it is. Did she make the soup? Did she make? Oh, I have to watch it again now. The overall theme of this episode was really amazing, and I really loved it. Um, just addressing the emotional trauma between Rapunzel and Cassandra and talking through it, I just think that's such an important message. And like ending with saying, you're mad at me and I'm mad at you, and that's okay. And friends can still be mad at each other, but we'll get over it eventually. I just mm-hmm. thought that was such a good message to give to kids watching and i mean i needed to hear it too i was like wow you know that that's true i'm, I'm glad i watched this yeah because i feel like some people like don't know how to fight and still be friends like in a relationship it's super important um to know how to fight <laughs> and, yeah, that and you're gonna fight because you're together so much and you are not gonna agree on everything and it's okay not to agree perfectly all the time so that was 
That was good. But yeah, and it's but it really resonated with me, and it's funny because I was just talking about how I was on Rapunzel's side, but I think in real life I would probably be more like Cassandra, and I'd want to just kind of avoid conflict and bottle it down. But I think after watching this, I'm I might be more open to talking through it. So I hope so because I got the silent treatment from you several times as a child, and it was not fun. So <laughs> you bottling up inside, I'd be like, "Are you mad at me?" And you'd be like. You tell me. Yeah, exactly. Which does not help. <laughs> am I? Not help. <laughs> I? I know you are, but what am I? Okay, anyway. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to point out, I was so surprised by Rapunzel's serious wilderness skills. She would totally survive an apocalypse. Like, that was crazy. Like, how, how fierce she was. I was so scared there would be a giant spider. I hate spiders in cartoons and in anything. And I was, I really thought it was a giant spider. And then it was her, like, all dolled up in her crazy (laughs) outfit that was so scary. And, yeah, Eugene and Lance should be dead. Those piranhas were deadly. Like, I have no idea how they survived. Okay, okay. (laughs) First of all, yeah, it was was funny and also kind of sad, like we mentioned, to see Rapunzel in her tower state. And, yeah, Lance and and Eugene. Like, those piranhas, I was going to say, Cassandra threw like an apple into the river and, and those piranhas just ate the entire apple core and all but then some delicious human flesh falls in and they just chew on their clothes a little bit <laughs> yeah like piranhas are actually very very delicious. like they can skin i think a human hand in like it's like 30 seconds like or yeah. less. like it's scary so i, mean, I don't know those, were, those like, must not have like been I, piranhas <laughs> Yeah, like, I thought they would save them before they fill in, and then, like, they just fall in, and you hear the splash, and then it cuts to black, and Lance is like, tell my story. And I was like, wow, I think they're goners. We get rid of Hookfoot in the last episode, Eugene and Lance in this episode. And the surprise is that Cassandra and Rapunzel end up together. (laughs) Twist! Speaking of Mm -hmm. how Rapunzel loses her memories, I think that um, is one of the scariest things that can happen. Like, when I think about different illnesses and diseases and traumas and stuff like that to me like someone losing their memories is so scary because you can spend like years with a person and build up all this history with them and then if they forget those memories like it's all gone everything you went through every bad time every good time and that's just so scary to me yeah yeah this is getting deep (laughs) yeah but like Rapunzel forgetting all about Cassandra like she knew nothing about ruling and nothing about her family. It was just so... Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny that she called Eugene Ruffin and didn't even, like, care. He was just like, hey, another one of her whims. Until, like, Cassandra <laughs> yeah. runs by and he's, and he's like, oh, well, let me process this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they don't know what's going on, so they just watch her puzzle running by and like, oh, okay. Okay, she called us ruffians. Uh, that, yeah. Oh, you... Now that that you say that, it would have been funny if Rapunzel had been like, you ruffians, and then she would have saw Eugene and been like, oh, that ruffian's kind of (laughs) cute. Do you point your teeth for you, ruffian? I thought it was funny how Cassandra remembered how the house, the word ruffian is like a trigger word for her, and she was like, no, they were ruffians, and she's like, oh, ruffians. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. That's another good go vocab word, ruffian. (laughs) Don't hear that one every day. Well, this episode taught us a lot of emotional coping mechanisms and and a lot of new words. I especially <laughs> love the final scene with with 
Cassandra just telling Rapunzel that friends have a way of knowing and just letting herself open up to her and ah, but this whole episode between Cassandra and Rapunzel, I just really love their little their little arc in this episode. I, I thought when she was when she was like, Oh, friends just know Rapunzel was gonna be that's BS and like <laughs> drop them in anyway. <laughs> well she kinda did, but but no, yeah. it was it was a sweet ending and I've uh, I think their I think their bond is gonna be just I feel like Cassandra is basically Rapunzel's second best friend after Pascal at this point. Where does Eugene fall on the list? I mean, she loves Eugene, and he's a goofy guy, but she and Cassandra just have a connection that her and Eugene don't, I think. You know, there's a difference between, like, talking to your lover and talking with, like, your BFF. Who do you think is the better best, f- or the better best friends, Cassandra and Rapunzel or Lance and Eugene? Oh, well, Lance and Eugene, probably, just because they're more alike, so they... And they've known each other longer. And they sing the awesome, crazy duet about friendship. (laughs) Yeah, their drunk song. I want to watch that again. It was so funny and so catchy. They really... Disney, you really need to release the soundtrack for this season, please. Yes, please. Now now that you mentioned the best friend duet, I... I really hope we get a duet between Cassandra and Rapunzel in the season finale. Because it seems like a lot of this second half of the season is building up their relationship struggles. So it'd be really nice if they had a duet at the end. How many episodes till the season finale? Not that many. Disney really seems to be burning through these because they're releasing two new episodes every Sunday. All right, everyone, it's time to wrap things up with our final thoughts of the episode. Um, as you can probably guess, I love this one. I think it's probably my, one of my favorite episodes, um, in a while. I mean, I love the mid-season finale, but this one was definitely, it felt, it felt like an extension of that just because it was continuing with the aftermath of it. And it really, Yeah. yeah, I really liked it. It was a good standalone episode, but it also tied into what happened in the past and kind of set the tone for the future too. So A plus for me. Oh, yeah, and so it was Lena Dindle's first episode, and it was a great first episode, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more episodes written by her now, so I hope she comes back. Okay, good job, Lena. I don't know if I liked it better than the Brothers Hook episode. I really liked the Brothers Hook episode. That, those walruses or whatever really seals. made me happy. Or seals, yeah. Oh, when the, she honked her horn, it was so funny. I just can't get over the seals. <laughs> I love how I love how I'm like, oh, I love this episode because of the emotional story between Rapunzel and Cassandra, and you're like, oh, well, the seal honked the horn. I loved the seals, and I liked the brother, the sibling reunion, in in the brothers' hook. I thought that was really interesting how how it like why he wasn't supportive of his brother's dream, and then how he became supportive of his brother's dream and gave him his own golden hook. <laughs> Okay, that that, that was was pretty sweet too. We've got two pretty um, emotional relationship episodes back to back. Okay guys, well it's time to wrap it up. And our next stop isn't anywhere. It's going to be two episodes on Sunday. Uh, Mirror Mirror and You're Kidding Me. Mirror Mirror just reminds me of of that crazy Bollywood song at the end of the movie Mirror Mirror. Mirror Mirror is such a good movie. I want to watch it again. (laughs) All right, everyone, the conversation has come to a close. You can find us on Twitter at Corona Podcast and send us funny gifs or your reactions to this episode. We like to engage with our fans on there. 
You can also email us, coronaconversations at gmail.com. And please leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, five stars would be preferable. Um, that helps with podcast rankings and stuff like that. I don't think we've gotten a review yet, but our first reviewer is going to win a big prize from us. So. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe I'll review us. That's, <laughs> that's news to what are we, what, Anna what, is what not are, eligible. What is, <laughs> what is he or she going to win? Oh, they, we won't know until it happens. <laughs> that's the case. Guys, guys, I'm in suspense. <laughs> you should leave a review so I can find out what he's got up his sleeve. <laughs> it's probably I a lot more know. underwhelming than what you're expecting. We'll see you guys next week for two new episodes. We might not be able to publish them on Sunday because Anna's schedule is weird again, but we'll, you'll hear. Well, it's spring break. <laughs> spring break is busy. Oh, what an excuse. <laughs>